Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 236. O peace of the world, O hope in each breast, O Bethlehem star that ages have blessed, a day of fresh promise breaks over the land, gaunt warfare is doomed, and God's kingdom at hand. Hymn number 236. Scriptural this morning will be given by Shahidat from Maryland. In the book of Psalms, I will read Psalm 63. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. 
Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword, they shall be portioned for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Every one that's worked by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, who is art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name, adorable one. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. 
Let's now sing hymn number 83. God made all his creatures free. Life itself is liberty. God ordained no other bands than united hearts and hands. Hymn number 83. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. And Happy New Year to all of you. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is an in-depth discussion about this week's lesson and how to make this lesson more practical for us in our daily lives. And we had a really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, it is, will be available on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And it will also be available on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m., and that Sunday school has a dedicated teleconference number, and many of our students participate over the telephone because they don't live close enough to attend in person. So if you have a child of Sunday school age and don't live in the area, please call us. We'll give you the teleconference number and would be very happy to have your child join us for Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15, where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved 
through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. We have several websites, many in languages other than English, and as a result, the clear truth of Christian science reaches across the globe, and many people are finding it even in their own language. And for that, we are very grateful. And everything that's provided on our websites is provided free of charge. You can read, download, listen, free of charge. And we have really the finest articles and books available on Christian science on our websites. And there's a short uh, excerpt from an article that I'd like to point out, something everybody should read this time of year. Article is entitled, Time, by Martha Wilcox. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Elsie from Alabama. Page 459. I was sick for a number of years with some of the most skillful physicians pronounced as incurable disease. The more I tried to get help, the worse I became, until a life of pain and helplessness seemed unavoidable. Two years ago, I heard of science and health with key to the scriptures, began reading it and trying to live up to its teachings. At first, my beliefs were so strong, I made but little progress. But gradually, my disease gave way and finally disappeared, and today I am a well woman. I cannot express the gratitude I feel for what the light shining through the teachings of that book did for me. Mrs. Emily T. Howe, Norway, Maine. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page two of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, God. The golden text is from Genesis. I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect, and I will make my covenant between me and thee. The responsive reading is from Psalms and Ezekiel. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. 
Make me to hear joy and gladness. O God, Thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of Thy righteousness. I will put a new spirit within you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. I will read from the Bible. Matthew. With God, all things are possible. Exodus. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land, and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt." And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? Behold, 
When I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Leviticus. Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. Jeremiah. The words of Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down to build and to plant. Thou, therefore, gird up thy loins and arise, and speak unto them all that I command thee. Be not dismayed. They shall not prevail against thee. For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to deliver thee. Matthew. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. When Jesus came into the coasts of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, 
or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. John. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? Jesus answered him, Whither I go, thou canst not follow me now, but thou shalt follow me afterwards. Peter said unto him, Lord, why cannot I follow thee now? Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Matthew Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Carol will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. God, the great I am, the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-acting, all-wise, all-loving and eternal. Principle, mind, soul, spirit, life, truth, love, all substance, intelligence. Spirit saith, man whose senses are spiritual is my likeness. He reflects the infinite understanding, for I am infinity. The beauty of holiness, 
the perfection of being, imperishable glory, all are mine, for I am God. I give immortality to man, for I am truth. I include and impart all bliss, for I am love. I give life without beginning and without end, for I am life. I am supreme and give all, for I am mind. I am the substance of all, because I am that I am. Mind is the I am, or infinity. Mind never enters the finite. Intelligence never passes into non-intelligence or matter. Good never enters into evil. The unlimited into the limited. The eternal into the temporal. Nor the immortal into mortality. The divine ego, or individuality, is reflected in all spiritual individuality from the infinitesimal to the infinite. Immortal man was and is God's image or idea, even the infinite expression of infinite mind. And immortal man is coexistent and co-eternal with that mind. He has been forever in the eternal mind, God, but infinite mind can never be in man, but is reflected by man. The spiritual man's consciousness and individuality are reflections of God. They are the emanations of him who is life, truth, and love. Immortal man is not and never was material, but always spiritual and eternal. God, the divine principle of man, and man in God's likeness, are inseparable, harmonious, and eternal. The Master said, No man cometh unto the Father, the divine principle of being, but by me, Christ, life, truth, love. For Christ says, I am the way. Physical causation was put aside from first to last by this original man, Jesus. He knew that the divine principle, love, creates and governs all that is real. In the Saxon and 20 other tongues, good is the term for God. The scriptures declare all that he made to be good, like himself. Good in principle and in idea. Therefore, the spiritual universe is good and reflects God as he is. 
God's thoughts are perfect and eternal, are substance and life. Material and temporal thoughts are human, involving error. And since God's spirit is the only cause, they lack a divine cause. The temporal and material are not then creations of spirit. They are but the counterfeits of the spiritual and eternal. Transitory thoughts are the antipodes of everlasting truth, though by the supposition of opposite qualities, error must also say, I am true. But by this saying, error, the lie, destroys itself. Jesus established his church and maintained his mission on a spiritual foundation of Christ healing. He claimed no intelligence, action, nor life separate from God. He appealed to his students. Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? That is, who or what is it that is thus identified with casting out evils and healing the sick? The disciples apprehended their master better than did others, but they did not comprehend all that he said and did, or they would not have questioned him so often. Jesus patiently persisted in teaching and demonstrating the truth of being. His students saw this power of truth heal the sick, cast out evil, raise the dead. But the ultimate of this wonderful work was not spiritually discerned even by them until after the crucifixion when their immaculate teacher stood before them, the victor over sickness, sin, disease, death, and the grave. Yearning to be understood, the master repeated, But whom say ye that I am? This renewed inquiry meant, Who or what is it that is able to do the work? so mysterious to the popular mind. With his usual impetuosity, Simon replied for his brethren, and his reply set forth a great fact. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. That is, the Messiah is what thou hast declared. Christ, the Spirit of God, of truth, life, and love, which heals mentally. It was now evident to Peter that divine life, truth, and love, and not a human personality, was the healer of the sick, and a rock, a firm foundation in the realm of harmony. On this spiritual, scientific basis, Jesus explained his cures, which appeared miraculous to outsiders. He showed that diseases were cast out 
neither by corporeality, by materia medica, nor by hygiene, but by the divine spirit, casting out the errors of mortal mind. The supremacy of spirit was the foundation on which Jesus built. Throughout all generations, both before and after the Christian era, the Christ as the spiritual idea, the reflection of God, has come with some measure of power and grace to all prepared to receive Christ truth. Abraham, Jacob, Moses, and the prophets caught glorious glimpses of the Messiah or Christ, which baptized these seers in the divine nature, the essence of love. The divine image, idea, or Christ was, is, and ever will be inseparable from the divine principle, God. Jesus referred to this unity of his spiritual identity thus, Before Abraham was, I am. I and my father are one. My father is greater than I. The one spirit includes all identities. Man is never God. But spiritual man, made in God's likeness, reflects God. In this scientific reflection, the ego and the father are inseparable. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 30. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Brood o'er us with thy sheltering wing, neath which our spirits blend like brother birds that soar and sing and on the same branch bend. The arrow that doth wound the dove darts not from those who watch and love. Hymn number 30.
Let's now sing hymn number 66. From these thy children gathered in thy name, from hearts made whole, from lips redeemed from woe, thy praise, O Father, shall forever flow. Alleluia, alleluia. Hymn number 66.
from the Christian Science textbook, the Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passage from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Luke. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough way shall be made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Amen. Amen.